Get up. Welcome, folks. Y'all come on in and make yourself at home. This here, well, this is the Rolling Thunder Podcast. Your home for all things Rolling Thunder. This episode of the Rolling Thunder Podcast is presented by Mossy Oak Camouflage because everything is better in Bottomland. And Lucky Duck Premium Decoys, Masters of Deception. Welcome to another episode of the Rolling Thunder Podcast. Man, I don't know about you, but that last turkey gobble just uh-huh. it hit a little felt different. a little different yeah. than it today. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Woo! Man, I, I, was, uh, I was out doing a... A job today, a little real estate drone yeah. video today, which incidentally, that's something we do. Yep. So if you're a real yep. realtor needing a, a property shot, well, I might add give me a shout. Something we do well. Something we do well. I'm it's pretty proud just, of the. Not just something yeah. we do. I mean, we do it well. Yeah, drone stuff's kind I of. I say you. Kind <laughs> of my thing, and, and so that's something fun to. But yeah, hit us up if that's something that you do. But anyway, I was out there and saw a bunch of turkeys. Mm. Yeah, you were in a, you were pretty dynamite kind of area of the world for yeah, a turkey uh, yeah it was uh-huh. but it was pretty cool he said he said yeah we might see some turkeys and sure enough we jumped up a whole bunch of them mm. and i'm very excited this is the time of year they just appear i mean they yes. just they come out of nowhere I, in fact ryan hiskey went on the youth hunt with us uh saturday morning we yeah. were coming down 64 on the way back to my house and saw a turkey saw a big flock of turkeys in a spot i never see them they crossed the highway and so we we stopped and rubbernecked and, of course, looked at them, and it's like, man, they just appeared, you know? I mean, that's right. But that's my favorite thing about a turkey, I think, is this time of year they just appear. They like start where getting just tiny. They, yeah, wherever they've been, they've just freaking, you dug know. tunnels, right? Yeah, I guess. That's right. I guess. But uh, we, there's been some goings on at the shop today. Mm-hmm. I kind of, it looks like I missed out on most of the heavy work. You did. Which but I was It's okay. You, you were about. doing, I mean. So here's what I just told somebody, and we'll we'll call and give Josh this whole story. But I just told uh, it, it was it was Jason and RT. I just told him I think today is going to go down as the single most productive day <laughs> in Rolling Thunder history. Yeah, I mean, so you were doing a drone job today yep. in two counties away. Yep. Everybody was here at the shop, and we can go further. Yeah, anyway, yeah, just gonna- <laughs> yeah, yeah. Difty, yeah, that's right. We we routinely drive thirty-seven hours to shoot ducks. We'll, that's right. We'll, we'll, we'll go that far for a drone job. That's right. That's uh, right. But uh, no, today was Drake Levy's first day. Yep, he's been up there tuning calls, and I mean, just knocking it out of the park, uh, which is awesome. I mean, that's just a huge. Like just oh by the way, Drake Levy started today. Yeah, low key. <laughs> yeah, low key. Uh, but it's been so much. So we've got RT's running a forklift now. He just went past the window, <laughs> so he's zipping around. Jason's doing something. Aaron and Russ are on the porch with with Drake tuning duck calls and turkey Russ calls. I been, can hear them blowing yeah, them now. Russ has been spraying pots and strikers all morning long, and yeah. and sanding in between coats of urethane finish he's been uh doing finish sanded on pots so russ is knocked out i think he's gonna start sweating urethane i would say that yeah. or his brain's gonna melt from all I'm, that he's i'm a little worried he's, he's well he walks around if he ever bumps into the wall he just kind of sticks to it like one of those <laughs> little midgets on the velcro <laughs> <laughs> dwarf tossing <laughs> there's sorry a, yeah, there's not anything dwarf about about <laughs> russ he's a large man oh man we'll get into but, that later but but uh 
Yeah, so me and so Jason's been shipping dealer orders for turkey calls. Yeah. Me and RT were kind of like I was like I told him it was like, you know, we were driving in this morning and and we didn't have power at the shop. The ice storm last week just kind of kicked everything, you know, yeah. in the teeth. So we had no power and no internet. And so I told RT on the way in we were riding together. And I said, you know what? We had my flatbed trailer, and I was just going to try to get a few things from the shop since I knew everybody was going to be here. I said, we ought to whip in this U-Haul place and see if they've got an empty truck. Somebody at 7.30 this morning returned a 26-foot U-Haul. I was oh like, you gosh. know what? Surprise. We'll take it. <laughs> Do you right. take a visa? And so we, we split up in Oakland and drove a 26-foot U-Haul and my flatbed here. So me and RT have been loading all day, and we've Man. just been building pallets. And it is amazing how much stuff you can move with pallets and a forklift. forklift. <laughs> we have, and that cellophane wrap. We have filled up a truck. Yeah, but I mean, whole... in one day, Drake's, Drake's tuned a couple flats of calls. Uh, Russ has sprayed and finished, you know, a couple of giant totes full of pot calls. Aaron's tuned duck calls and turkey calls. Jason shipped out dealer orders. You've uh, you did a drone job this morning and then have just casually been packaging turkey calls all yep. afternoon. And RT and I have just oh, you know, packed up the entire shop. Yeah, you know yeah, I mean? yeah. So. He wouldn't recognize the place. <laughs> I, I, I think it might have had something to do with the fact that I told everybody. Uh, you know, at the end of the week last week, that if we got everything done before hunting season, we could all hunt. Yeah. And everybody big, looked at me and was like, I think they believed it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You might, it, like in July when none of us are here because we've tuned everything, you might miss us a little bit. Mm. I'll miss you in September. That's no, right. I won't miss you. I won't miss you guys <laughs> at all. We'll all be together. <laughs> That's right. No. And that whole, um, I know we've got lots more to talk about, but that whole little storm that rolled through was pretty serious. <laughs> At, at my neighborhood, my house, I, we haven't had power since Thursday. Yeah, yeah. and we still don't have internet and, and phones. As of, the, is today Monday? Yeah. Yeah, at so the as vet of clinic Monday. Or here, we don't have internet. Yeah. Comcast is out and just got power like in the last hour or two. This morning, we didn't have power. Jay, bless you his sent heart. a text and you Jay. said, dress accordingly. Yeah. Jason, <laughs> Jason, Jason's dress accordingly was, uh, he brought a headlamp. So everybody here was <laughs> was trying to do stuff with their flashlights, and Jason's job today was to internet orders and dealer orders, and so he he had his headlamp on, and he was just going to town. See, like, the problem you know, is when you bring the most effective tool, you're then required and expect to be the most effective person. Yeah, but so when you give Jason then, just a moment to plan, oh man, uh, like he's Captain Planner. He is. He is. <laughs> Yeah, but but on Thursday when I when I texted you and I was like, hey, I'm not coming in today because I gotta like yeah. airlift Liz. To, yeah. I I just I saw the I think it started at like six o'clock in the morning. Yeah, and, I, and neighbors were already losing yeah. limbs. And yeah. I was like, no, nope, I've done the this. The thing, the thing, the detail you're leaving out though is that you actually called and and were like, hey, so here's what I'm thinking about. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't so much of a. It was kind of like your. I don't a, have a strong opinion. Kind of. Well, like. it was you. Were, you were doing the courteous thing and asking <laughs> yeah. me, you know, for permission yeah. to leave. But like, I, I think what I told you was there are fifty people at the vet clinic that are doing the exact same thing, and ten You're people like, just are at make the call a shop. Like, please be the guy that's got enough balls to just tell me what he's going to do, <laughs> right. and I'll figure it out. I was like, here. perfect. Well, I'm going to Louisville. <laughs> yeah, yeah. See and, you Monday. Uh, yeah, I will see you when I see you. But I don't know. They're still down there. So wow. Until we get power. 
Well, They're having a big time. I bet they are. My, my father-in-law is actually a pretty big listener, so hey, Doc. <laughs> Good. <laughs> so. Well, thanks for uh, your your pickup truck, Doc, and for giving letting Rob drive it up here. Yeah, uh, I appreciated having him with us Saturday morning. At the, it was fun at the youth hunt. So it was fun. Well, what what else do you have on your mind today? Gosh, we don't have enough time if I, for me to dump my what I've got okay. on my mind. But Give me one thing on your mind today. <laughs> Turkey calls. Turkey calls. Man, cool. Yeah, I mean. We know a guy. Yeah, so Ty Eubanks is actually in Cleveland, the Cleveland area. Josh lives in Seville, Medina area, which is about 45 minutes south of Cleveland, Ohio. That's where Ty's from? No, no, Ty's from Georgia. So he's just yeah, driving so, through. So in, in, no, in addition to like the most productive day in Rolling Thunder history, I sent Ty to Ohio to yeah. film with Josh Grossenbacher, and Hunter Wallace is there. Hunter shot a big deer last night. So <laughs> Ty's been there today filming uh, sound files yeah. because we got a whole bunch of new mouth calls out this year. We've got um, four or five new – I never can remember. We've got four new classic calls and two youth model calls, mouth really? calls out this year. Yep. So what do I have on my mind? I'd like to call Josh. Let's yeah. go through – Let's Heck basically yeah. devote today's show to let's talk about what's new in the turkey line for spring of 2022. Okay, yeah. let's see if he uh, let's see if he picks up for me. I know he'd pick up for you. I don't know. My phone's dead. Uh, that's like, another way you know it's been a productive day. Your phone's normally dead by two o'clock anyway. Oh yeah. On a on a on a, on solid a slow day. day. <laughs> if it's not dead, I'm a little worried. Like, okay, you can talk. All right, let's let's call uh, let's call Josh here. And as a side note. This time next week, we will be pointing the truck towards Nashville. Hello. What's happening? What's up? <laughs> what are you doing? I'm putting my call shop back together. We um, had a little shoot here today and oh, gave yeah. it a major shakedown. Yeah. <laughs> I was just, Rob and I have been just uh, going through. Today, Josh is going to go down as the single most productive day in the history of Rolling Thunder game calls. Uh Drake what, did you go to the shop? <laughs> <laughs> All right, well played, Buckeye. <laughs> Man, uh, Drake. today was Drake's first day. He's been tuning calls all day. Uh, the power company had us all blocked in because they were working on the power lines beside the building, so we hadn't been able to leave to go to lunch or anything. Jason shipped all the dealer orders. Rob did a drone job this morning. And RT and I packed the entire shop. We've got the whole thing in the back of a 26-foot U-Haul right now, or the, the oh, critical wow. components. So, uh, Wow. And you guys have been, been doing sound files all day, so it's been a good day. <laughs> yeah. So I guess I wanted to get you on the telephone. Rob and I were just talking about, you know, what's new for turkey calls, and I know that's fresh on your mind this spring because y'all just did sound files today. Um, but you want to kind of – I guess go through the new mouth calls and uh, what's different about them, the names, and just, you know, for for the our listening audience that has no idea, you know, what's new for 22, let's, let's tell them. Yeah, we've got a, well, a handful of new ones and uh, reworked some old ones. Um, two of them are, well, the axe and the closer are both two reed bat wings. One of them is uh, set back in the frame with really light material doesn't take much air pressure it's going to be a it's a very user-friendly call <clears throat> i think it's going to be a big seller um like a, just up, because like a finesse call up close kind of 
Kind of, yeah. I mean, it's 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 going to be really good for the soft clucks and purrs and soft yelps, but it's also for a guy that is inexperienced with a mouth call. Mm-hmm. It's going to be easy to. I don't want to say clear. overblow, but yep. But they're going to be able to, to to put some pressure on it, and they're going to get oh. some clear to raspy okay. notes. Yep. Um, but it's also being being a thin reeded call. It's not gonna it's not gonna handle a ton of air pressure. You know, it's gonna get it'll get really loud. And, mm-hmm. You know that obnoxious rasp. But it it, <laughs> it is a use very user friendly call. Um, the axe is a a two read as well with a little bit heavier material, and uh, it's a bat wing too. But it's also the it's offset to where it's the bat wing is like not in the middle of the call. It's more off to the side. And it's, it's something different. Um, it was something we worked on down when the whole crew, the, mm-hmm. oh, Pender and Lovey and Terrence and uh, all yeah, the guys the were down scramble. at your place for the golf scramble. That was that was one of them we come up with that a lot of guys really, really uh, like. Nice. The axe. So that is added to the line. Um, then I guess we re- you reworked the Cougar, huh? We re- reworked the Cougar. Um, it's a three read call with a modified bat cut. I just got Rob. it. <laughs> this is a family friendly show, Rob. <laughs> oh, gee. All right, I'm done. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Unbelievable. Unbelievable is right, Josh. You deserve better. <laughs> so, anyways, you were telling us about the cougar you reworked. Yeah, it's um in the past it it had had a yellow top read. We put an orange read on it with uh, two pro prophylactic reads on the bottom yep it's a modified bat wing as well it's 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 very similar to like a combo cut style call but the 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 top read where the um where the notch is not taken out where the latex is longer on that side there's a little bit cut out of it um doing sound files today it's a it's a user-friendly call um i like it just it's more of a aggressive style call like you can kind of lean on it and get a lot of uh be good for cutting and aggressive mm-hmm. yelping. Mm-hmm. What? And then we've also got the uh, the Black Betty, which is new to the line. Um, Something big has happened in the world of sports because I heard your phone and then my phone and then Rob's phone. Everybody's ESPN alerts going on. <clears throat> Before you dive into Black Betty, let me ask you a question, Josh. Talk yes. to us about the difference between prof and latex because – Guys like you just kind of throw those words around. I mean, those are different materials, right? Yeah. It, the pro the prophylactic over the years has kind of changed. Um, it used to be a very clear um, material, and just over time, it's kind of uh, nobody supplies it anymore. When you say clear, like literally visually clear, or do you mean clear visually, in terms you of sound? See, you can see through the material. Okay. Um, unlike like this newer stuff, once it gets wet a few times, once you've had it in your mouth a few times and it dries, then it's going to dry like clear, mm-hmm. like a lot of uh, natural colored latex mm-hmm. will. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just a lot, it's a lot thinner material than say like a two and a half thousandths to three thousandths latex, um, which makes it for the most part easier to blow. How does it affect that? Does it, does it have a different sound, like a different tonal quality than latex? It depends on the stretch. Um, one thing that I've always liked about prophylactic it, compared to latex is the um, 
not not so much durability, but like the amount of the amount of time that you get out of say you're hunting all day with a, a latex call. Like you know, you put it in your mouth at daylight and you're chasing the gobbler all day till eleven o'clock and you're using that same mouth call. Well over time that that, that latex call in your mouth all morning it's gonna it's gonna get so wet and it's gonna the the sound quality is gonna change. It's gonna get a little bit mushy. Where to my knowledge and what I've seen over the years is prophylactic, the wetter it gets, it's almost like the better it gets. Like it doesn't lose that sound quality where latex will. If that makes sense. Combination of latex and, and prophylactic, yeah, they work they work great together. It, I mean, is it and do you do that for sound quality or is it more for the like does prof come in multiple thicknesses, whereas latex comes in multiple thicknesses? No, prof, prof is one one thickness. One thickness. I got you. So the only difference between prof and different calls would be how how much stretch you put into it, right? Yeah. Yep. So dive back into I guess Black Betty is where we're at. Sorry, I, I oh yeah, yeah derailed yeah. you with prof versus latex. Yeah, you guys are all over the place, man. <laughs> um, yeah, the Black Betty is a uh, it's a three read latex call, uh, top read of some heavier black latex and it's got it's similar to like a, a combo cut but mm-hmm. in the middle of that uh the v part that comes down that's cut in half right up the middle so it's somewhat uh modified snake cut okay and the it's like a yeah it's, it's very similar to a combo cut but it's got two parts in the middle that that hang down mm-hmm. but it's a it's a good call it's a good aggressive call for for cutting and yelping um it's a different look it's um i think it's a it's a good call. I think I think it should do well for us. Mm-hmm. Black, people, speaking of speaking of Black Betty, she laid down on us this morning and and didn't make the trip today. I tried to well, I tried to get RT to drive her in with one of the trailers, and something has in the cold snap of the last two weeks, something's broken in the power steering. Couldn't turn the mm-hmm. wheel with it. it's like a grinding sound. Wasn't a Bones day. No. Anyways. Poor RT. Here, here we, yeah. Poor RT. You're right. <laughs> here we, here we've named a mouth call after Black Betty, and she decided to lay down today. It's in not peace. in memorial yet. It's in honor. Huh. Yeah, in honor. She's still, she's still there. All right. So that's Black Betty. And what else do we have? Is it just the small frame calls? I'm trying to remember. Yep. Off yeah. The top just, of my head. just, yep. Just a, a couple of uh, small frame youth models, or well, they be for adults as well guys with smaller pallets um we got the small bat the small v we get asked for that, is, we get asked for that a lot you know guys like adults who who have a small pallet or or you know gag on the larger calls a lot um yeah we, we've gotten asked for that a bunch yeah i think it's a great addition to the line um the small bat is a two reed latex call uh, uh bat wing and then uh, the small v is a three reed all latex uh split v I think Trip is using a small frame bat. He likes that pretty good. It's oh, about, good! It's about time to get that call out and start practicing again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm I'm making the transition from duck season to turkey. Tough, <laughs> tough. <laughs> big, big waterfowl, big waterfowl guy. guy for sure. <laughs> Josh hunted. Josh hunted three days with us, or was it two days? I can't remember which. Josh, but on oh, the second morning, he was like pouring his cup of coffee, and he goes. And uh, this is what this is qualifies as grinding, right? Multiple days in a row. <laughs> yep, absolutely. You're a big grinder, Josh. <laughs> yeah, it was really driving me nuts that nobody was calling. 
<laughs> yeah, you're right. We didn't have enough callers in our group. Huh. I'll remember that this, when we finally share a tree this spring, turkey hunting together. I'll remember that, okay? <laughs> yeah, you'll remember it when you're getting beat, with a, beat over the head with a striker. <laughs> uh, so, Josh, as for people looking at calls on the, on the website or when they're looking at um, making a selection, they all look good, right? But I'm saying, like, all these guys who are looking and they're not sure, maybe they're a novice caller or maybe they're somebody who's trying to get into something a little bit more aggressive. Can you kind of run down the cuts and just say, okay, well, bat wing's this, and this is kind of sound, or is that just a huge question and not that simple to run through? That's kind of a tough one to answer, Rob, just because everybody blows a a mouth diaphragm call differently and uh, puts their tongue pressure on them differently. Um, Like, I mean, there's there's calls that, man, I just can't do anything with, like a split V, and then I know some guys that that's all they want and that's all that they like. And it's, it's a lot gotcha. of it's just per, personal preference, and and that's what that's what's key to having a line with a with a a lot of different selections. I mean, mm. there there might be calls that we make that that don't fit guys, but there's other ones that you know that fit them great and they love them. Okay, so, so if you were going to recommend, so if a guy wasn't sure and he's gonna he's gonna buy three calls. Like which calls which would you, you kind of recommend? Like okay, I would go with a a two read this one, and I want simple V and a like. Would you could you recommend like three different types of cuts that might be good to kind of like get a spread of? Yeah, for like a beginner, I I yeah. would recommend the closer, the done deal, and probably matchmaker or the um or the cougar. Okay. Just to get a whole, I mean, whole different. So the clue the coug, the closer is a two read bat wing. Okay. Right. Yep. And the done deal is a three-read combo. That's, yep. a green, that's a green call. That's always been one of our most popular yelpers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's one of my favorites in the, in the classic line. Yep. Penders always run that call very well and a whole pile of other friends. And um, and then you said, what was the third one you said? The, the matchmaker or the cougar, they're they're pretty similar. Yep. Um, and they're a three-read bat. Okay. Would, yeah, there's a, there's gonna you're gonna get a little bit of everything with those three calls. Yep, and for somebody that's starting out, brand new to turkey calling, and that cares about not just hacking on it, but trying to make a real clean sound on the front end and fall off into a yelp. Would you say that most guys is there a is a bat wing versus a combo? Is there a consensus of which one's the easiest to start learning on do you do you have an opinion uh kind of back to my answer to rob's question it's, mm-hmm. it's going to be personal preference. preference like if guys were coming to me i would recommend the done deal just because i'm more of a combo cut style type of caller but i know like hunter or jr you know they would they would probably recommend a bat wing a bat wing yeah okay 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 well cool i just know a lot of people have, i've had some people ask me and I'm going, oh. Yeah. So it's good to hear from you. <laughs> yeah. It's a recommendation there, so thank you. Yeah. Yeah, um, it's it's um it's good to try try a couple different ones out, you know, see see what fits you the best. Mm-hmm. Uh speaking of tra- changing gears from duck to turkey, are you practicing? Like are you ready to win Grand Nationals? I'm getting there. Yeah. Yeah, I'm working on it. Um excited to get down there, I can tell you that. Yeah, me too, man. It's hard to. It's, um, I, I'm, I'm, part of me feels like it's going to be just an absolute circus. 
zoo with people, part of me feels like it's going to be a ghost town. But I, yeah, I'm, I don't, trying, I'm trying to keep my optimism in check. What's your what's your prediction? Well, the group of people that uh, that I'm usually around, I know, are going. The callers. Okay. I'm excited to see those guys because, man, it seems like, I mean, March will be two years since the last time I called in the contest, contest since, uh, you know, the, the whole COVID deal. Yeah. Um, and that's, I mean, to be completely honest, that's, that's I'm not going to say it's been making it tough to practice, but it's been weird because there haven't, there hasn't been a contest in so long, you know, it's, uh, yeah, it's just, it's just odd, odd times and, but yeah, I've been I've been practicing hard. Hunter Hunter Wallace has been here the last week. We've been running calls and uh, fine tuning some things. Does Hunter need any advice on any particular parts of his calling? Like, is there any any anything I could you know share with him that would help him? You know? <laughs> no, I, I think he's good. He's got it covered. Okay, no, he's he's sounding really good. Is That's he awesome. is is he still blowing that same call that he hunted with last year? Mm, no. Okay. He still carries around in his pocket. I mean, he's got it. He's got it close, and it hmm. sounds really good. But he's he's got some uh, some ones he's upgraded to. Okay, that's cool. Are y'all gonna do like a team competition together, or is this all individual? Uh, there is a team contest. Terrence will be calling, or Hunter will be calling in that with Terrence. It's the air friction. It's mouth calls and friction calls. Nice. Mm-hmm. And they're aren't they they're, like aren't they are they two time back to back? Yeah, champs of that. They're defending yeah, champs. Yeah, this will be the third year of uh, existence for the air friction Man. division, and uh, Terrence and Hunter are the only ones to ever win it. It's pretty odd, like Kobe and Shaq. Right? That's awesome. <laughs> Which one is Terrence? He's Kobe. Kobe. Is he? For sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we had a group, bless his heart, Terrence, Terrence just – Never catches a break from Hunter, but we had a group message uh, Saturday night. I texted them all and I was like, "Hey, I'm ordering vests and shirts. What size do you guys wear?" And you know, Josh responded. He's like, "I'm an XL shirt, two X vest." And Wallace is like, ah, "I'm a I'm a large and a large." And somebody else responded. Hunter goes. Hunter goes. Terrence, are you still a medium? <laughs> it's like. Damn. <laughs> Ruthless. Yeah. Uh, we need to get Terrence on here soon. Yeah. How do you practice for a contest like this? Like, what's your – do you have a – do you have a – not a routine, but like a – do you have a methodology behind how you practice? I, you know, I'll try to – like, especially now that it's getting closer, I'll try to – you know, I've – You've been to my shop, Spence. I've got a little room in here. It's kind of, it's not so much the size of the stage at the Grand Nationals, but I'll kind of, in the evenings when I wrap things up, I'll kind of make it my little stage. And I'll set my, my calls that, like, I'll be running in a contest. I'll set them on the table just like I would in the contest. Mm-hmm. And I'll just kind of go through my routine, like, grab one call. Like, if, say, they were to ask for a Yelp, then I'd go through my Yelp and I'd walk over and grab a call to cut on, go through my cutting kiki and etc and just try to get in that mindset of being on stage um and when and and in a in a let me interrupt you uh, in a turkey calling contest your call is a, a you know a particular you're you're making a particular call like a like a yelp or an excited cut or whatever but 
when when you make that call, do you get to warm up before you make that call? No, no, there's no warm up like um, like duck calling. Yeah. So like you get out there and and uh, I mean, yeah. in my mind, the key to it is is like you want those first couple notes to be right. You want to yeah. grab their ear right out of the gate because if you don't, I mean. Within the first 10 seconds, like, I've judged a lot of contests, and I know how it goes, but it, within those first couple seconds of hearing the sounds, like, you've got a you've got a number already in your mind right. of how you're going to score it. So you want to make it count right out of the gate. Wow. And is each there, is each different call no judged, like, on a 0 to 10, or how is it? Zero, 0 to 20. Okay. With 20 being the best. Okay. So the um, – when you're, I guess, the, in a turkey calling contest, they've got some kind of a war room in the back where everybody's everybody's at. All the yeah, like calls. Grand Nationals, there's a there's a like a carpeted hallway right behind like the stage and all that where you can't hear what's going on on the stage, and then behind that carpeted hallway, there's another hallway that they they do like a lot of uh, oh man, there's like catering going through there nonstop. You know, there's a uh, the the people working at the Opryland Hotel, you know, pushing big, <laughs> like, big carts through the hallway. Yeah, big carts full of food, you know, and they're they're walking through, and we're back there practicing because you can't hear that in the next hallway over, really, and you definitely can't hear it out on the stage. And it's like thirty degrees out there, like anymore. Even the back carpeted hallway, it's like, man, you need a winter coat in there, freezing. <laughs> um, and your nerves are so high, you know, the adrenaline's pumping, you're ready to go. Uh, it's nerve-wracking. Yeah, I bet. Yeah, that's kind of what I was getting at was in the hallway, are you able to practice or, or at least make noises? Like before you walk up on stage, you've your calls are all broke free and wet. Well, that's what I was I thinking mean, about you, you is like how all. do you make sure they're all unstuck before you get up there? Oh, yeah, yeah, you've got that little room, the – the back back hallway yeah you can go out there and, and it's kind of a madhouse before uh mm. before everybody gets up there so yep. you walk up on stage all your calls are loose and wet you lay them all out and basically at what point do you know what your what your sequence is going to be um they posted in the hallway outside the the uh governor's ballroom where the contest is held they put like a big easel up there with a list of calls that are going to be like for the prelims, what, what's going to be asked for. And then like for the finals on Saturday, Friday night at five o'clock, they'll post the list of, uh, of calls for that. So on, on Friday for the prelims, everybody's going to have the same sequence. Yeah. Yep. Is it exactly the same order? Yeah. It'll be uh four calls in the, like it might be like clean Yelp, cutting assembly Yelp and Kiki run. But everybody's going to do it in that order. So my point is, when you walk out on yep. the stage, you know that the plain Yelp is going to be first. Yep, yep. So when you're in the hallway and it's right before it's your turn, do you blow your fourth call before mm -hmm. walking on the stage or your first call? Um, or do you just put them all in your mouth and try to purr with all of them at the same time? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> um, or are you not superstitious and you don't have like a – I mean, no, I'm, usually just usually just go through them in, in the order that they're they're asking for them. But if there's something like mentally I'm struggling with, I'll go to that call and just make sure that okay 
I'm doing what I need to do. Like some of them, like that I'm really confident in, I'm not going to beat them to death before I get out there. Right. Yeah. So, so, you know, when I played basketball in high school, we were always taught like when you shoot free throw to do the exact same thing every time, right? Like your, your, your routine, you know, Mm -hmm. I would, mine was, I would, it's like, I'd spin the ball and then two dribbles, you know, so I'd, I'd line my right foot up on the little nail in the middle of the line and, spin the ball, dribble twice, take a deep breath, pump my knees, shoot. Do you have like a calming sort of collect yourself? Do you do the, do you do the same thing every time when you walk up on stage? You know, it's, there's something about that stage down there, but I always find myself like going to a certain spot of the stage and starting from there. Nice, yeah. And walking across, and it's just like, I mean, I, this will be like <laughs> – my 20th year calling in it, I think. Gosh. That's well, awesome. it won't be. It'd be like 19th because of COVID. But, yeah. Um, but, yeah, over time, I mean, I'm not going to say it, it makes it any calmer doing it so much. But, I mean, having that experience and stuff, it, uh, yeah, I mean, like, there, there are certain places I go and, and there's a depth that I like to be away from the judges that's always worked. And it's just over time being in there, you know, the evening before and, listening going into the judges pit and listening to other guys and you know figuring out spots on the stage where it sounds better than than like being right on top of them because the judges are in a pit with like a curtain over top of them right out in front of the stage like below you mm-hmm. so yeah there's i mean there's a lot of stuff that i've picked up over time that that's cool i don't know i'm i'll be a nervous wreck <laughs> just, just like i said i mean they're there's been a few contests to go and, and kind of get a little warm up before this year, but haven't been able to make it to him. Yeah. Yeah. What about Wallace? Does he get nervous? If he does, he don't show it. He, uh, he's pretty rock steady up there, man. Yeah. He kind of, I, I, he strikes me as the kind of guy that kind of gets off on that, that sort of, he's just got ice water in his veins. Seems like, I guess I, I'm more like you. I, I get, I get nervous. I mean, I like, when I call in a contest, I typically uh, I walk out there and kind of look away. I don't I don't make eye contact with anybody, you know, and and then close my eyes and try to kind of envision what I'm about to do. But we also don't get to walk around on stage like turkey callers do. You know, we have yeah. a much yeah. smaller stage. You do get that first. Make sure you got that first lick right. Mm-hmm. Then you give them the, mm-hmm. the, the head nod. nod. Yep. Yeah, like yeah. you. Huh. PBR yeah. coming out Bo of the real. gate. Bo-real. <laughs> <laughs> when was the last time you were, did a contest, Spence? Uh, 18. Would you ever consider doing another one, not to put oh, you on yeah, the spot? yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's awesome. I mean, I'm not, like, retired or anything. I mean, well, I, yeah, I didn't no. know if there was, like, a, if, you, if you hung it up or if you'd think oh, about no. doing it again. No. No, it, I, need, I need to get Drake to go ahead and retire so that I can win one. <laughs> He's, like, the only guy that's beaten me it, the the couple times I've lost, it's been Drake that beat me. <laughs> no kidding. Yeah. That's funny. Well, I mean, hearing him tune him tune him out there, I was like, blow the snot. Golly. Out. Yeah. Anyway, sorry not to derail. I was just thinking about it. it'd be cool to. We're big waterfowl guys over here, Josh. You know, I know you. Yeah, know I'm look. I'm looking forward to spending some time with Drake and and learning the the rope. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Nailed it. That's all you need to know. Yeah, that's it. Well, I'm excited about going to NWTF because I've never seen it. Yeah. I've never been there. Who's so the, who's the MC see. this year? Uh, from what I've been told, Rob Keck. Okay, is for the for the finals. 
but but to be determined on the prelims. Yeah, yeah, I haven't heard anything on that. That's gonna be fun. That's gonna be yeah, fun. Looking so, forward to it. It's like a gigantic family reunion. Yeah, I bet. Yeah. So does it happen kind of concurrently, like with uh, with all the stuff during the day? Okay. Oh I, yeah, I'd love it's to gonna watch be... it unless you don't want me to be there. Oh, Rob, that room. I mean, it holds. I think two thousand people. Yeah, it's nice. a huge room. We'll have a camera set up in there, so you. But I haven't told you, but you're gonna pull a shift. You know, my favorite. <laughs> yeah. I'm more of a photo guy. <laughs> you can run one on a tripod. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You better take a pillow and blanket. <laughs> Taking my own little stadium chair in there. It's it is it's monotonous for sure, but. Um, it's uh, uh, Jr. Jr. told me something a while back, and it made me laugh. But it's kind of true. Um, when when Jr. When, when he comes down to Nashville, you know, he brings his wife and kids, and his mom and dad, and, and a lot of people from his hometown. And his dad told him the one year, he's like, "Man, we walked out of the calling room, and he goes, boy, I just want you to know, you really got to love somebody to sit through that all day.' <laughs> and it's, I mean, it's, it's the truth. It 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 gets long. Well, it's going to be fun. It, you're right. It is kind of like a family reunion and not having had not, you know, I mean, the NWTF in 20 was like the last fun thing that happened pre-COVID. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, I mean, it's one of my family's favorite events of the year. They were all bummed we didn't have it last year. But Maddie and Katie and Tripp are coming and Derek's twins are coming and Keelan's kids are coming. We got a whole passel of kids and. It's All right. Liz I, is planning on coming at least one day. That's awesome. I, I think the the Rolling Thunder booth this year is going to be an absolute ball. I mean, it's going to be a ball. And, yeah, I can't, uh, I'm looking forward to it. I can't wait. Yeah, it's going to be really fun. So, I hope that at some yeah. point we get to all take a picture with uh, a la- rather large Grand National Trophy. Hope so. <laughs> so. That's, that's the plan. <laughs> Heck that yeah. is the plan. Um, yeah, um, let me know when you guys get down there and get the booth set up, and I'll be down. <laughs> All right. We'll, we'll shoot guy. you a text message. <laughs> Sound good? <laughs> hey, yeah. listen, if there's much stuff as we've packed and moved today, setting up the booth is going to feel like a piece of cake. <laughs> so nothing like a forklift and a pallet to make light work out of Oh man, moving stuff around. No kidding. Oh, boy. So, Well, man, thanks for chatting with us. and uh, Yeah. I, I know – did Hunter find his deer? Um, haven't heard. Haven't seen him for the past few hours. Last <laughs> I know, he's still out looking. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> oh, me. All right. Well, tell him I said good luck. Yeah. <laughs> I'll let All right. him know. Well, okay. I guess about this time next week, we'll be seeing you. Yeah. Looking forward to it. Yeah, we'll have the booth set up. <laughs> yeah, right. you better. <laughs> All right, buddy. Stay warm. See you up guys. Here. Thank you. All right. See All right. Josh. See you. Bye. Bye. What a guy. What a guy. Right, it's about that time. We got a little bit more to do. Yeah. We got a little Brooke. final push, I guess. Brooks doing her best over here to try to unplug the podcast board again. Is she? She's she's really struggling to figure out what we're doing today. Yeah. I mean, very much so. We're, we've all been on our feet, moving around all day, and she's accustomed to either everybody kind of being in the same place together. <laughs> That's right. Or or her being at home, but for sure. Uh, when um, about when can people expect to kind of start seeing 
sound files and and stuff. Do we do we know? Oh man! Just because I know yeah. people are going to be any excited. Day. So awesome! Any day. So. Awesome. I'm excited Ty to get those and, out. Ty and Josh shot a bunch of those today, and um, I believe Josh is sending us that footage this evening. So heck yeah! Okay, we'll have it. Super, um, super so soon. NWTF is next week. Yep, and man, if you don't have plans, you know, post Valentine's Day, you should yeah. load load your old lady and kid up and come to the NWTF. It is heck a blast. Yeah. It's not just turkey stuff. There's a lot nope. of waterfowl stuff there, but I mean, if you're an outdoorsman, you like to hunt and fish. Mm-hmm. You know, it is. It's kind of like Six Flags over, you know, over Nashville, over Nashville for for Heck hunters. Yeah. And uh, I mean, Broadway will be in rare form, you know, with all the industry folks. And it, it, I'm always amazed at NWTF how many people travel from out of town just to attend, not even necessarily vendors. Yeah, but I mean, it's you know, in a normal year, fifty thousand people, unique people, walk through the the turnstiles at the at the gate. You know. So it's a it's a very well attended event, and the National Wild Turkey Federation is an awesome awesome organization. This is a big part of their annual fundraising, and so man, if you can get to Nashville, it's going to be a lot of fun. And if you can't get to Nashville, I would say keep uh, keep an eye on the Instagram story. We got a lot of cool stuff yep. that's coming, some new apparel as well as some new calls, new colors. We got all kinds of fun stuff that's going to be, you know hitting the internet as soon as yep. uh, we launch it at NWTF. So there'll be things, basically you can see some stuff at NWTF that you can buy online. Yep. We've not done that before in the past. Yeah. We've always had kind of show specials and people message us and constant, but we're taking enough folks this year that we'll be able to go, okay, you want that, we'll pull it, and we'll have every, we're going to process everything through the website sure. while we're there. So it, it'll be really fun. You, you can you know pay attention if you can't be there in person. Your, be there virtually. Your, your credit card can be there. You can. <laughs> <laughs> there is that. There is that. But yeah, and, and then ahead of it, I guess we're also going to try to maybe record a few podcasts with some of the yep. some of the folks so that you can get a little bit of like a yep. hey, this is who I am, and, exactly. And so that when you bump into them at the booth, it's not um, that's hey, right. So and so that's right. And and that's going to be more than just you know one or two episodes. We you know we've we alluded to this a couple weeks ago, yeah. but we've assembled one hell of a team here. And I'm excited about, you know, telling some of these folks, get, giving them platform and telling yeah. their story, you know. Yeah. And, and uh, we've not really had the chance to do that in the past the way that we have now. Mm-hmm. And um, so we're going to start with Aaron. Yep. Because Aaron's got the most tenure. Yeah. He's been here long. How yep. many? I mean, he's been here since eight years, nine years. Man, no, I think he's been here 12. So he's been here since the very beginning. Well, he – he was a Buck Gardner employee. Yeah, that I inherited. I gotcha. Um, so we'll let I mean, him I, tell. Yeah, you. we'll let him tell <laughs> the whole story. Say, but, we um, almost kind of yeah. letting him out there. No, Aaron's a great dude. When he came to work here, actually, for he came to work for Buck long before I did any business with I gotcha. Buck Gardner. So I met Aaron. He was the laser engraver for Buck, and for years before we were in business together, I brought my calls up to Buck's shop to have mm-hmm. engraved because I couldn't afford a laser engraver. Yeah, yeah. And so I would drop them off with Aaron, and we got to be really good friends through that, and Aaron did a great job. Um, and so Aaron's just a very, very loyal, hardworking. He's a Marine, Semper Fi, and, I mean, he's, he's, he embodies that every day. But, yep. 
And every time you talk to him, you learn something new. Every time. Every time you're going like, you did, you do what? Yeah. And, you go to Maine all the time. We're, I'm going to let him tell you about that, to, but it's going to be a good We're going to really one. have a good list of questions to get it out of him because yeah. he's kind of like, mm-hmm. yeah, he's just quiet and modest. And <laughs> yeah, you go up there. Yeah, it's cool. Mm-hmm. Like, well, tell me about that 50 pound raccoon. You yeah. It's like, well, it was right after we shot this bear. And, uh, like and, and 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 before we shot the moose, you're like, wait, wait you've done what? Exactly. <laughs> well, cool. We're but looking forward to those. Um, we're going to keep trying to – it's been a little crazy the past two weeks, but yeah, it's we gonna Crazy is going to continue, uh, I'm afraid. But, but crazy, but here. Be, yeah, we're going to try to yeah. be it's a little more it's Johnny crazy. on the spot with the That's podcast. Right. That's right. All right. We'll, uh, we'll see you on the next yeah, one. Yeah, thanks for listening. Thank you.